Welcome to Pearls of Wisdom, your guide to extraordinary weddings and events. I'm your host, Ashley Miner, and we're here to share expert insights and inspiring stories. Let's dive into the art of creating unforgettable moments. Welcome to Pearls of Wisdom. Cindy Scott, I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you for being willing to always, absolutely, always, you jump in with my crazy ideas. I'm kind of a yes girl. Yeah, you haven't said no to me yet. Yeah. Yeah. Always excited about yeah. whatever new is coming out. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Um, not, I feel like everybody knows you. Like, you're probably my most famous friend, but <laughs> not everyone does know you. So, please tell us a little bit about yourself um, and kind of what got you to this point, what mm-hmm. your business is about, all those fun things. Yeah. Yeah. So, currently, I am a full-time, probably more than full-time, actually, these days. Um, life painter. So I am coming up on nine years into that. Crazy. And it kind of um, took off from the get go. So I hit the ground running after my first one or two. Um, That first year was a lot of learning. I didn't quite know what I was doing. Somebody had approached me about doing this. And I thought they were a little bit crazy. And I said, I don't think that's possible paint as fast as what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But they kept pushing. And that was the first one. And Mm -hmm. um yeah. So I, I worked hard that year to kind of hustle it and get some practice. So mm-hmm. I knew some people that had some, you know, local retail businesses or shops, and I would volunteer to paint at their sip and shop events or their little after hours events, just knowing I had to work on, you know, figuring out how to paint a lot of moving targets fast mm-hmm. and make it sort of represent what these people were actually attending and seeing themselves. Yeah. So yeah, that was the, that was that first year. Um, I mean, how far do we get into the... Well, was I in your <laughs> first year? Because my oh. I got married New Year's Eve 2015. So yes. let's math it. Eight. I think we just celebrated eight years. I don't remember. Yeah. So I'm into nine years. So yeah. 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 So we were one of your first yes, like weddings. live weddings. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and you were a total surprise to my now husband and I. Mm-hmm. I think someone had... I might have been my grandparents, but your experience at a gala and I had no idea that you were going to be there. And I think people seeing what you were doing, you know, all throughout the wedding, everyone still, they're like the coolest thing about your wedding. And we had a freaking cool wedding. Oh my gosh. But the coolest, (laughs) everyone's like the coolest thing about your wedding was Cindy. And I was like, yeah, I know (laughs) my most famous friend. That was fun. And the surprise factor is always a little, that's another level of tension. Like, what if you're, what if, what if you're the bride that has to know a little bit of everything that's going on? Which yeah. you didn't. Everything yeah. was kind of a surprise for you. I, the I entire thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know. I mean, I knew I was getting married. <laughs> I knew I was showing up to a wedding. That's good. <laughs> you know what to wear. Yeah. I did pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, what if, what if it's not okay to be there? So far, it's always been good when it is a surprise, mm-hmm. you know, for the couple. Mm-hmm. But. Um, but yeah, that was that was so fun. And, you know, there's been times when I'm getting my early work, early layers done on the canvas, and I'm kind of crouched down behind like linens of yeah. tables, you know, and, yeah. and florals that are getting ready to get set out for the reception after the ceremony is over. And I'm truly hiding, trying yeah. to make sure that this remains a surprise. Right. Or or you're set up in an entirely different room. Yeah. And then you're kind of taking a sneak peek. Yeah. You know, taking photos on your phone Um, and all of that stuff. I want to get into that a little bit later, but I want to talk about, I mean, how did you get here? 
we were just talking before we started actually recording, but like your career path has been a little bit windy, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but how did you land with live painting? Yeah. I had done um, creative projects in people's homes for years. Um, Back when faux finishes were a big deal, I was, you know, on scaffolding or 12 foot ladders, faux finishing ceilings and making them look like leather or metallic or. Oh yeah, that was so cool back in the day. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it was hard work too. One client started out saying they wanted the Sistine Chapel replicated on their living room ceiling. Normal. So that's fine. But there was scaffolding set up for weeks. And we we, uh, scaled it back sort of to look like cherubs, almost like a twall fabric kind of on their ceiling. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, lots of decorative stuff in people's houses, kid rooms with like life-size athletic figures painted, even adult spaces sometimes that needed a little extra personality added in. So one client that I had worked for and done several things in their home, they always came to me with interesting ideas. They would travel cool places and see cool things and they would come back and say, we want something like this in our house. And many times I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen anything like that. Right. Life painting was one of those things that they came to me with. And they were hosting a small um, event, like a luncheon, and they wanted something painted. You know, a lunch is like 90 minutes, maybe a couple of hours if people have the time to linger. And they wanted something painted during that time. Right. So, of course, I was like, no, that's not possible. Right. You can't do a painting. Right. In that in that time frame. But they pushed. I finally said, okay. Actually, they started talking money, and then I finally conceded. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Money talks, <laughs> yeah. baby. Yeah, so that was the first one. And once people see it and once people get it, then they want to experience it for themselves at their own events. And truly, it just kind of happened from there. Wow. Mm-hmm. So did you study art, I mean, in school, or how did you land on Or was it just kind of like, I think I'm good at this. I'm just going to try and make some money doing it. I have always done art. I remember early experiences sitting at my grandparents' kitchen table, painting, making things out of scraps of paper, Mm -hmm. probably as a toddler. My earliest memories are always making things. I was raised in a creative family, always had ample access to any kind of creative supplies. My dad was a woodworker. My mom did interior decorating and, and crafting, like my entire upbringing. Yeah. So I was kind of raised in that little creative bubble thinking, gosh, this must be how everybody is raised. Right. (laughs) You know. Yeah, no. Not the case. No. But my degree is actually in art education. Okay. And I picked that kind of as a little sampler platter. I couldn't narrow it down to leave out anything because I loved making things. I loved painting. I loved drawing. But doing a studio major in any of those one disciplines Mm -hmm. meant I would leave out some of my favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. So as an art educator... That kind of shut my dad up because he goes, what are you going to do? How are you going to make money as an artist? Right. He knew teachers were always needed. So I got my degree in art education. And that way I had to learn a little bit of everything. I had to take courses in sculpture, courses in painting, courses in drawing, you know, all the different disciplines creatively. And that was that. And then my first teaching job, I was kind of kicking and screaming. I was done being in school. I didn't want to be in school anymore. I didn't want to teach. Yeah. But that first job kind of came to me probably somebody desperate to fill a position Mm -hmm. late summer Mm -hmm. (laughs) I ended up teaching art for 12 years oh wow yeah that's Mm -hmm. awesome elementary Mm -hmm. elementary through high school Mm -hmm. dang yeah that's awesome yeah so I too was raised some I mean in a pretty creative family my dad was just a natural artist and Mm -hmm. enjoyed doing things like that and Mm -hmm. I remember you know sitting at restaurants with our family and drawing and you know doing all the fun things but my my creativity really was fostered by my grandma who is 
extreme is extremely creative yeah. and just has like such a refined eye for things. Yeah. And I'm so thankful yes. because my major was not in event planning. My major is sport management and oh, funny psychology. Like, <laughs> and then I have a master's in youth and family studies. Like, am I using any of that? So partly, I mean, yeah, partly we're pretty diverse. So I get the winding path yeah. to land here. Yeah. Um, so kind of take me through, I mean, what does an actual wedding day look like for you, for the people who haven't seen your work yet? Mm -hmm. I feel like, especially in busy full-time season, I feel like prep for the wedding day for me starts as soon as one wraps up. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's mm -hmm. the definite rest and recovery. I feel like it's an emotional hangover the day after a job. Mm -hmm. And if I've got jobs booked back to back to back over a weekend, then um, that recovery is a challenge, you know. But I'm so fueled by the energy of the event that I just kind of set all that aside and just it's go time. When mm -hmm. it's time to go, it's just go time. And I feel like I can show up. But yeah, prep for the day. Um, you know, obviously there's getting all the details from the couple a few weeks prior whatever specifics they want included in their painting, many times they trust me just to do what I do. I'm showing up with a wet palette, <laughs> a huge canvas, yeah. and who knows what it's going to turn out like, you know, but in Including these gorgeous you. venues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're giving me the very basics. They're, they're holding their expectations very loosely and trusting me just to do, their th do what I do. Um, some specifics that they've requested sometimes for me to add in, are loved ones that are no longer around, mm -hmm. sometimes fur babies that are not part of the event. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes they want a certain thing included in the background, maybe their first married home together, uh, you know, maybe where they grew up, some representation of where they met. Mm -hmm. um, so those kinds of things, I'm just really dialing and taking notes before I even show up. One of my favorite things that you did actually for Kristen Thackeray mm -hmm. Russell's um, was actually you put Times Square mm -hmm. in theirs and that's where they got engaged. Yeah. And I had never seen you and I've seen you paint a lot and I had never seen you paint something into their canvas that was like representative of something that wasn't there on the day. I just yeah. thought that was so cool. Isn't and, that fun? I mean, and I feel like I can't take credit for like any of this because yeah. my clients are so creative Well, and they appreciate that. But so the they just thing, come to me. <laughs> the cool thing that you do is you are, I feel like your mind has to be a steel trap because you just include so many special touches into mm -hmm. your canvases. And what I'm hearing from you is that that really starts from like the initial conversation that you have with yeah. a couple. You knew Kristen and Derek got engaged in Times Square, so you wanted to incorporate that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's part of their story, you know? Yeah. So why not incorporate that? Like a still photo at an event can't quite tell their full story. It's gonna capture so much good stuff, the lighting, the emotion of that moment. You know, but like what I do is take it a step further to mm -hmm. really... I just feel like telling their story on canvas is the tagline I keep coming back to. Yeah. You know, however yeah. far back they want to go. Yeah. With it. I mean, you are a storyteller. You're just doing it through art, which mm -hmm. is really cool. Yeah. So, okay. So back to what an actual event day looks like for yeah. you. You start preparing. Yeah. You know, kind of going in, okay, I'd like to incorporate yeah. X, Y, Z things. Let's kind of see how it all unfolds. Mm -hmm. I mean, how does it actually unfold? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, gosh, a good night's rest. Is, is there a good answer to that question? <laughs> um, I feel like my head's just kind of on swivel constantly mm -hmm. and the brush doesn't stop on the canvas. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I am there a couple of hours before 
guests are there. And in that time, I'm really trying to adequately, appropriately, like visually represent the venue on canvas. So that's where I fell back on that academic stuff, that art education training. I want to get the perspective right. I want to get the horizon line established where it makes sense and just all that kind of stuff that really nobody cares about. But to Mm -hmm. me, that's setting the solid foundation for what's to come over the next few hours. Mm -hmm. And if that's off, then the whole thing I feel like is off. So it's worth it to me to be there a little bit early, establish those things before anybody else sees what I'm doing. Yeah. And then guests are starting to trickle in and curious about what I'm doing. Some of them come around and they're like, they're asking me what I'm doing. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm failing. I, they have no clue what's going on here. They don't recognize anything that I'm painting. Right. Um, but all those things are, they kind of keep me on my toes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking they have to be able to relate to what I'm doing. So I ask them to trust me, you know, come back and check the progress. And they often do. Those ones that are sucked in early on, they come back many times oh, yeah. to check the progress. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of keep painting things as I see them. The couple before I show up lets me know, uh, you know, their moment that they want painted in the canvas, whether it's something during the ceremony or something during the reception. Um, you know, the ceremony can be exchanging vows or the kiss or that march back up their married aisle. The reception can be their grand entrance, the first dance, cutting the cake. Um, whatever moment they've chosen, I stop painting at that point and take tons of pictures and video on my phone. Yeah. Because I don't want to miss, you know, how they're looking at each other, how the dress is moving and the light is catching it. Um, you know, like in one single shot for me, you know, one person could have a funny look on their face and the other one could be throwing their head back and laughing. I just want to make sure that I've got a little bit of, you know... Uh, great visuals to draw on. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm stopping painting for sure. Cause they get the most detail in the painting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about them. Yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, from start to finish, mm-hmm. what's usually the average of one of your paintings? Six to eight hours. Is that what you're asking? How yeah. much time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long does it take? Yep. Six to eight hours typically. And you're on site for how long usually that whole time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a couple of hours before and, um, the longest live painting I did was 10 hours. <laughs> oh that was a long day. Gosh. That was a corporate gig. Um, so in addition to weddings, I offer this for corporate events, galas, fundraisers, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was a corporate event. And it was a massive canvas set yeah. up in a warehouse factory type situation. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. And you travel mm-hmm. all over doing this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Crazy. In the States. So far, just in the States, nothing Outside the 50. Okay, where is the dream destination? Do you want to go oh destination? These these kinds of questions are so hard for me because I feel like when I'm in the moment, it is my dream everything. Yeah. You know, I That's mean, how I feel. emotions are up. Everybody is there for one reason, to celebrate two people, you know, doing something massive together. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I just, I don't know, I'm not really big on like goal setting and forecasting and stuff in business. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah. Shame on me that no. it's even working, you know, yeah. knowing that I don't really do those things. But it's, um, yeah, it's just everything in that moment is so special, so sweet. Some of my favorite moments are hearing like the musicians warm up before mm-hmm. an event. It's the talent that I see from my vendors, frienders that are there mm-hmm. doing what they do. The heart that the people are pouring into their event. Um, <laughs> I told you early on when we were planning this, don't make me cry during the podcast. Yeah, I won't. 
I mean, you're doing it to yourself, Cindy. I know, right? But I mean, it's so true. It's such a big deal. Yeah. And it I'm really is. so emotionally moved and charged by that. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel the exact same way. You know, when I, so my husband's 10 year old is with us all summer. And this last summer, he said, Ash, what's your dream job? Yeah. You know, that he's yeah. starting to I mean, think through these things. And he's like, what's your dream eyes. job? And I literally was like, I actually don't know. I think I'm doing it, know. you know, and I think vendors especially get into this rinse, wash, repeat cycle a little mm-hmm. bit because mm-hmm. we're going so hard back to back to back that yeah. it's like, oh, wait, I actually really do love yeah. and enjoy every single minute of this, right. even if it's real stressful sometimes. For sure. Mm-hmm. And there's that. Yeah. But you without have, those moments, then you wouldn't so appreciate those super sweet moments. You know, it's that balance yeah. thing within all wrapped up into one mm-hmm. massive day for a couple. Yeah. It's insane. Well, and you have a lot of, I mean, planners have a lot of pieces of the puzzle to manage, oh, but sure. you also do because you come with so many supplies and um, you have to be emotionally available to take in all these moments and then translate that into art onto a canvas for someone that they're going to have for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot of pressure, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Am I right in saying mm-hmm. that? It is. <laughs> it is. But don't tell me that. No, I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, it's logistically a lot. You know, we've had this conversation in the past. And one of the best things that I took from a previous conversation with you was you said a lot of the times you have your husband drive you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I actually started implementing that yeah. after that. Yeah. My, it's not my husband. Sometimes it's my assistant, Monica, sure. or I've actually had Brad and Ann drive me around before, yeah. you know, but it really does just take off so much pressure. I know. There's so many logistics just to physically getting to the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, traffic is, are you going to run into stuff, parking and mm-hmm. unloading all your gear? Mm-hmm. You get a driver to drop you off at the door, maybe help you load in. Yeah. And then you're fresher. Yeah. You know, I run a little hot. And so in the summertime, if I show up and I'm, I'm loaded down and I'm ninja kicking my way through doors to get in. Yeah. And then I'm like, whew, I got to get yeah. myself, you well, know, reset. And a part of your branding is you're so freaking fashionable and cool. You're so sweet. <laughs> that you show up looking like a supermodel at every single event oh that I've ever done with you. And so you. I think having your husband drop you at the door is just like, duh. It feels a little bougie. Yeah. Why I love not? it. You know? I, I, I had joked for a while about getting a driver. And I talked with my nephew when he started driving. I'm like, hey, bud, let's go. Of course, you know, weddings are on Fridays and Saturdays. And he's got a, he's got a life. Yeah, social life. So, whatever. No, um, we're actually hiring a driver for a back-to-back wedding that we have. Mm. Um, this coming fall, I've already hired a driver because, yeah, we have a Saturday in Wichita, Kansas, and a Sunday in Boonville. Yep. 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 <laughs> and so I'm like, oh gosh, I can't drive back that off night. Your plate. Yeah. Save. So yourself. if someone can drive mm-hmm. me, I can sleep a little bit and or prepare and or not put makeup on my face at three thirty in the morning when I have to leave. Yep. Yep. We're great. Yep. Yep. Those are tricky. Yeah. Those travel jobs, you know, back to back. Yeah. Get, get kind of but squirly. that was probably that was a huge transformational moment for my career last year, truly. And I'm not just like saying that to say it. So thank you for sharing that with me. The fact that you, (laughs) um, the, the fact that you could hire that part out. Right. Is that what you're saying? Right. Mm -hmm. Or just ask someone like, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing like, 
I'm not putting Monica out yeah. by asking her to drive so she'll that have to I can be on like, with you as a team member right. for sure the next day. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. she can drive. Mm-hmm. I can text and check in with people as I need to. Mm-hmm. And I'm not putting our lives at risk by texting and driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and do you find like there's there's good. some kind of you know acceptance of those kinds of things that are available to us? Mm-hmm. And why haven't we tapped into some of those like early on? Yeah. We have to give ourselves permission to, I guess, get to that point in business yeah. where it's okay to... You know, mm-hmm. use some of those pros. We don't have to do it all ourselves, I guess, is what I'm yeah. trying to say. Yeah. That's hard. But I think if, that's I, hard. if I show up to an event in like a Maserati with like a Kindle okay. driving me, you can tell me to like tone it down a little bit. I might not. I might <laughs> hop in. <laughs> yeah, please hop in. Book we'll take a guy. spin. Yeah, the next, next weekend for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so as we were talking about, got sidetracked, you have... <laughs> traveled all over doing this Mm -hmm. I mean where has your favorite wedding or event actually been man so I had never seen the Pacific Northwest so this past July I was there um wasn't quite sure if I was going to be able to do that I had a little health issue that came up a brown recluse spider bite Mm -hmm. that's a whole nother situation but um you know so it was kind of touch and go there for a couple of weeks before I was supposed to even hop on the plane. My hubby was on board to go with me on that one. Of course, he'd never seen that part of the country either. So got the green light from the doctors. Good to go. And it was amazing. It might have been super amazing because of just the mindset that I'd been in mm-hmm. spiraling with mm-hmm. all the potential outcomes of this health thing, not knowing how bad it was going to get, not knowing how long I was going to be in for with the healing from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might have made the trip even sweeter. Just mm-hmm. the fact that we got to escape some of that. Mm-hmm. And of course, padded in a couple of extra days pre and post wedding to soak it up. Yeah. It was amazing. So Seattle area, uh, we stayed north of Seattle, I want to say in a cool little village, Muggleteo, Washington. The wedding itself was in Snohomish. Cool. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. scenery, water everywhere. Yeah. Amazing weather. We were there at the ideal time, you know, so that was pretty amazing. And then uh, I guess the summer before I was in New York and I'm like, oh, wow, I'll do a whole big, you know, big city wedding. You know, us Midwesterners sometimes think New York is all big city. Mm -hmm. I was in Verona, New York, and it was as rural as some of our little rural highways around here. Yeah. Wild. It was yeah. wild. And so the that event was at a um, resort and casino and kind of rose up out of the middle of nowhere. And that's where that's where they did their thing. It was crazy. It was, it was wild. So these people just found you Instagram or think, social yeah. media or something. Yeah, I think social media. And they're like, yeah. we'll fly you out here. Yeah. Yeah. I asked that on my intake form initially. Like, how'd you find me? Because I never quite, you never quite know. Mm -hmm. You know, word of mouth is a big thing for sure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, those traveling jobs kind of far away from home. It's interesting if it's a Google search. And my goodness, that they trust me to, you know, uh, get there. Yeah. (laughs) Really show up. Yeah. In more ways than one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've been doing this for nine years. You were Mm -hmm. really... Before, I mean, now there's quite a few live painters Mm -hmm. and you've even, when I've inquired with you for a client, you've even said, Hey, I'm not available, but here's another one that did not exist until, I don't know, maybe the last two, three years. So so you were kind of on the cutting edge. I mean, what is it like competition wise? I mean, I hate to use that word competition Mm -hmm. and I feel like you're very much the same where Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, there's no competition. Everyone has their niche and their thing and different styles. But um, 
I mean, you're booked all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Competition can kind of shut me down though a little bit. Yeah. I can fall into that comparison thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, my style, is it getting stale? Am I, you know, am I, you know, talking to other live painters that come to me and have some questions here and there. Right. Um, you know, how'd you get started and what tips do you have and whatever I'm thinking, I'm giving them all my, I'm I'm working myself out of my career here, you know? Um, oh my goodness, there's, that's not the case at all. No, (laughs) there's thousands of weddings in any given town on any given weekend. 100%. You know, there's Mm -hmm. plenty to go around. Mm -hmm. So, um, I feel like sharing that and it's cool now because I mean, I feel like I kind of have settled into my style. Mm-hmm. And now there's a variety of styles for people to pick from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they don't want a jam-packed, crazy, chaotic canvas like I do. <laughs> right. Maybe they want a little more subdued look. Right. You know, an opposed look for them to be painted. And that's amazing because there are some insane, talented mm-hmm. artists out there just mm-hmm. killing it from the get-go. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Early on, I was I had no idea what I was doing, honestly, for those first several and I remember reaching out to a couple that I had found in New Jersey mm-hmm. and New Orleans and uh, Southern California. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like, hey, I'm here. I don't know what I'm doing. And, you know, anything that you got for me. And they were all super encouraging, you know. So I just it's just a pay it forward thing. Like get out of my own way and share what I have learned mm-hmm. with some of the newer ones. You know, like I said, there's plenty. Yes. Plenty. Yes. To go around. How many weddings a year do you actually do? I think last year was 38. Holy Um, smokes. Well, I mean, I say that, but then, you know, people are like, oh, this is cute. So you do this for like, what, six or eight hours on site? And then, so what do you do during the week? And it's just kind of funny. That's my favorite question. In the wedding world, I think people think, oh, it's cute. You get to go to parties on the weekends Mm -hmm. and then you get to sit around and. Yeah, you're eating cake and drinking champagne, right? Oh, for sure. Yes, that (laughs) is my whole job. Thank you. I do do that. (laughs) I wish. I mean, that's a must at each one, but. but yeah, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. When you've grown something to the point of, you know, where it is, mm-hmm. all the logistics, all the behind the scenes stuff, all the social media things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, booking travel, you know, communicating with your clients, keeping everything straight, invoicing, you yeah. know, reporting back to your bookkeeper and all the fun things that just go along with business when yeah. it is working. And I'm insanely grateful that small it business. is small business, mm-hmm. small business, because you are your social media department, you are your legal department mm-hmm. writing contracts for your clients mm-hmm. and all the things. I mean, mm-hmm. you're you're every department. Yeah, well, I have learned to delegate <laughs> yeah. some of those things because it is not my forte and it is life sucking for me. So yeah, there's power in that, like you were saying, you uh-huh. know, hiring the right and some wisdom that yeah. just comes from doing something so hard, so physically taxing a time or two. And they're like, I don't need to do that again. Mm -hmm. I can't show up how I need to for my people because Mm -hmm. I've spent too much time on things that are not my forte. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. Yeah. I do. I do. Um, One of the things that you joined me on this last year was our big wedding giveaway. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was hoping we'd talk about this. I loved every ounce of that. Yeah. It was pretty special. And, you know, like I said, to begin the podcast, like there has not been something that you've said no to to me yet. And that was something that you dove into so enthusiastically. Mm -hmm. And you were at every meeting and had an opinion. And, you know, it was just it was nice to have so many amazing top of the line vendors. You wrangled like 50 people, 50 businesses together ish. Right. Mm -hmm. To make that happen. And everybody was so into it. 
Again, yeah. like you see the amount of talent and the amount of heart that all these people have. And mm-hmm. it's just bravo, girl. Thanks. You did that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. It, was it was It was quite the project. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have been all over the place. You work a lot in Kansas City, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which is a substantially larger market mm-hmm. than mid-Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my goals with this podcast really is to showcase how amazing mid-Missouri vendors and weddings and events can be because I think a lot of people just think of us of like oh those cute little barn weddings Mm -hmm. and that's not yeah we have plenty of barns of course but um that's not all of it and I think the biggest thing that I walked out of the wedding giveaway with was oh I brought the best of the best to the table Mm -hmm. for that for such an amazing couple and you were such like I remember saying at the very beginning of the process, I was like, I really hope Cindy can do it. Oh my goodness. And when we started throwing out the dates, I was like, I don't care what anyone else's availability is, but we have to have Cindy. I was so glad you said a <laughs> Friday. Cause yeah. Yeah. Um, Saturdays, of course, are Prima wedding days, you know, Prima work days. And so uh-huh. Friday. Yeah. That was a blessing that I could yeah. do that. And I had a job the next day. I don't remember where, but Friday worked great, you yeah. know? Um, and, and I love that. Um, you know, since COVID people know that you can get married on a Monday or a Wednesday or a Sunday or whatever. Doesn't matter. So it worked and they're very married and they were very celebrated and just everything was stunning. Just so, so well done there. It was so fun. Mm -hmm. Um, so we've kind of talked about the history of Cindy Scott artistry. Mm -hmm. What is the future? I mean, you said you don't really goal plan. I'm kind of the same. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have like things that I would like to do, but like, what are things that you're looking forward to and where Mm -hmm. do you see, you know, your art going? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think about this a lot. I mean, I say I'm not a goal planner and, you know, looking too far down the road, but at the same time, like, I mean, like realistically, will I age out of doing what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I can easily be my couple's mama, you know, and um, definitely of that age where, you know, physically, like, what can I handle? And so I do kind of, I have thought about for years and I started talking about it a few years ago and then I shut myself down because I'm like, I'm not going to do anything about it. Why am I, why even talk about this, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I get myself into that rat race in Mm -hmm. my head. Yeah. Um, But I've got some help. I did hire a virtual assistant. I have had one off and on for a few years. So I've got one again, that's very solid, very encouraging and developing some art lessons. A question I get taught or get asked a lot at events is, do I give lessons? How do I know what colors to use? How did I frame up the space on canvas? You know, oh, I've got a friend that does this. Could you also paint this? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and I've had to turn those down just because the business being full time, and maintaining some sanity. Yep. So I'm thinking if I can empower some of these people to pick up where they left off, maybe, you know, in elementary art classes, mm-hmm. I'm not going to teach somebody, you know, to do an exquisite masterpiece. that's going to be worth millions one day. Maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. But um, just give them a little, I don't know, mental space to let them know that they still can create. Mm-hmm. And so that would be a digital product. And um, yeah. I've moved into doing some of the um, painted wine bottles and bubbly. And oh, yeah, stuff. I love those. Are those. Fun. Yeah. And I think a bride could paint one of those for each of her bridesmaids. It's a little gift or a little, mm-hmm. you know, how to ask them to be in her wedding. Mm-hmm. And so to let people know how to paint your own wine bottle. Like, 
Mm-hmm. You can totally do that. And it totally. means so much. Yeah. I have seen, I do see constantly the power of like a hand-painted, hand-done thing, the impact that it has on the receiver. Yeah. And so to let people know that they could have a part in doing I that. I think people love anything personalized. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have a million things with my name on it mm-hmm. if I could, because oh, I just think it's so cute. Monograms are amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the fancy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancy ways to write your name on anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I think getting a painted wine bottle mm-hmm. or whiskey bottle or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. is just so fun. Yeah. You did one of those for Megan and Hunter for the wedding giveaway. And mm-hmm. I think that's just something so cool. Aside from their canvas, mm-hmm. um, you know, they have to remember that day. Yeah. But also, you know, if because you're in the same boat as me, we are a luxury at the end of the day. Yeah. It's not a necessity. I'm not providing you food for your wedding. Exactly. I'm not providing you flowers for your wedding. I'm a luxury at the end of the day. Right. As are you. Right. Um, one that we can make a case for why it's a necessity, mm-hmm. but still pretty luxurious. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if someone can't afford to have you there yeah. on their day... A wine bottle or bourbon bottle is such a great gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there have been times when it's a painted wine bottle on each table for the guests. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the bottle that they pop and everybody does the champagne toast, you know. Cute. Yeah, so there's there's lots of ways to do that, too, and still make it personal, you know, and dial yeah. it in for the couple. So, I'm yeah. banking that Yeah. one into my memory yeah. bank. Yeah, okay, girl. I want to do that yes. for a wedding. Don't forget. <laughs> um, okay, so... You're going to start teaching some art lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be a digital product at this point. You know, I mean, my degree is in art education and I kind of did fight that whole thing. I kind of got burnt out, I guess, on schooling and all that. But I mean, I do have a heart for like letting people in on what they can do creatively. Mm -hmm. And then like what comes from that, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. People a lot of times want to create. They just don't know where to start. Right. One of my favorite things in watching you is seeing where you're going with the painting and all of that. But I always love, because I really don't check in with you very much mm-hmm. at a wedding. You you're doing your, your thing. We're doing our thing. Yeah. Like that's the benefit of working with people that you know, love and trust is like, I know you're doing your thing. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like babysit you. Yeah. But I love when I finally do get to come over to you and you're always surrounded by all the little girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like, she's so cool. Oh my gosh. They're <laughs> so funny. The questions they've got for me. too. I mean, the questions from any guest that comes up mm-hmm. and, you know, when they're seeing what I'm doing, but little kids are always like, are they going to have eyes? Yeah. <laughs> right. Does Where's that person going to have hair? Yeah. I know. I'm like, <laughs> come back and check. Some of them might have eyes, but tr- I don't want to freak them out. You yeah. know? Yeah. You want to paint them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I know when I was little, there are some visuals from, gosh, stories that were would be read to me, a wallpaper in a bedroom, you know, back in the day. And some of those visuals still are with me. So a lot of that is very formative. I mean, mm-hmm. what if I am inspiring a little kid mm-hmm. to do something cool and creative when they get mm-hmm. home? Mm-hmm. You know, lots of kids want to grab the brush and dip it in the palette and just go to town right there on the canvas. I'm kind of like, well, I kind of have to draw the line a little bit. I'm at yeah. work. Yeah. This is my job, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes, parents, where are you? <laughs> no, I know. I'm where are you? Um, to your point, though, of coming back, you know, to, so like, okay, let me back up. I'm 37 years old mm-hmm. and I'm finally figuring out that hobbies are important to have. Mm-hmm. And coming back to some of the things that I liked as a kid yeah. are really actually cool yeah. now. Like, 
it doesn't have and to make needed. me money. I mean, it's yeah. part of your fiber. Yeah. 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 I used to love like geology oh. and stuff. And at some point I was like a teenager and thought it was dumb. And now I'm like, oh yeah, geology is cool. Right. Um, but I think it is really cool that you're doing these lessons and kind of allowing people to come back to some of those things that they used to love, yeah. but don't quite know how to do it on their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really important. Yeah, absolutely. And Kudos it could be just a simple little thing that I unlock for them. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, had I known that, I would have been doing this all along. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. So we'll just see. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so ways that people can work with you. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they can have you at their wedding or event live. Mm -hmm. They can get wine bottle, whiskey bottle, whatever, Mm -hmm. painted. Yeah. Now they can do lessons with you. What else? Mm -hmm. There um, have been a couple where I have attended the rehearsal. So if the rehearsal is happening the Friday or Thursday prior to wedding day on Saturday, and I'm booked on their date. Cool. Occasionally... They will, they will be like, yeah, we definitely want a, a wedding painting done. And if this is how it has to happen, then this is how it's going to be. Yeah. And so I've attended the rehearsal for some. Um, that's typically the church or the venue where the ceremony is happening because that's where the rehearsing happens. happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am, yeah, painting kind of the venue, the space, getting my eyeballs on all the bodies that are there that will be standing up with the couple and kind of seeing how the couple interacts with each other painting bodies if possible there and then they have given me photos prior Mm -hmm. to dress everybody in their wedding attire so it's it's photos from suit fittings and dress fittings and the wedding party what they're going to wear uh pinterest boards for inspo pics on florals and table settings or whatever cool uh, so it's it's kind of a hybrid where i'm piecing together things from real life rehearsal from their inspo pics you know and if the stars align the painting can be done and on site at the reception. Mm-hmm. So people that walk into the reception, like, oh my gosh, this is a finished painting yeah. of the ceremony we just witnessed. Yeah. That's cool. really cool. And that can happen. That's, there's some logistics there, you know, that, like I said, everything just has to line up just right, but yeah. it can happen. Yeah. So that's cool. cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. What about post? I mean, post wedding, can they send you a picture? And I've you had to that? cut those out for the most part. Yeah. There are a couple of very specific situations where I have painted, you know, the oldest kid of a family and then the next kid is getting married and I'm booked and I just can't quite make it. You know, mm-hmm. they're kind of grandfathered in, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. So I've had a couple people like that where I, I'm able to do that. But those are things that I used to say yes to. And as I got busier those projects were falling by the wayside because a, a wedding day you got to be there you got to do right. everything the wedding can't get rescheduled you right. know the commission pieces during the week were kind of basically in my head getting rescheduled to the following week oops to the right. following week oh right. to a couple weeks later and all of a sudden it's months before you get your thing back and I hate that right you know right so I feel like maybe that's better left to another professional yeah and for me to kind of stay in my lane yeah I don't know. Maybe some wisdom there. Maybe some, again, working myself out of something. But nah. yeah. Yeah. It can always change and evolve. Yeah. That's for the sure. beautiful thing about owning your own business. You get to make your own rules. Yikes, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's also very scary. Um, highly recommend and also ask yourself if you want to do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, last question for you. This has been my favorite question, and I just like randomly came up with it Mm -hmm. and asked it Mm -hmm. spur of the moment. But now it's my favorite question. If you were not doing this, Mm -hmm. what would you want to be doing? Oof. And it could be like dream job situation, like okay, I want to work on an alpaca farm, Mm -hmm. or it could be like like 
legit. Mm-hmm. That has changed too, you know, because I, I like a lot of things, you know, <laughs> hobbies change as you get older and just life experiences happen. Um, at one point, I thought, man, I should have gone to school to be an environmental engineer. Mm. <laughs> I mean, like, what is that? Sure. You know? Yeah. I care about the planet. Yes. You know, I'm kind of smart. I'm good with math, which is funny for an art person to be good with numbers and that is science and stuff like that. Very odd. But yeah, I'm that girl. So uh-huh. I'm a weird mix of all those things. I'm like, huh, that would be kind of cool. And and when I was considering that sort of, not even realistically, but kind of <laughs> a couple decades ago, probably it was, mm-hmm. um, you know, women in that type of position, mm-hmm. you know, would have rocked it. Yeah. I don't know. But now I just translate that to like my health for the yeah. most part and taking care of our planet and, yes. you know, like looking at sustainable ways to continuing things, you know, yeah, that's I don't awesome. know. I don't know. So that, that was one little thing. I kind of went there in my head for a second, yeah. a while back, but you know, right now there's a lot of living my best life type things, you know, with, um, I'm a stepmama to three, they are young adults mm-hmm. settling into their lives mm-hmm. and just being a part of that is amazing mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. knew I'd be a mom and this is how my family was mm-hmm. built and it's, it's with the new little baby too right oh yeah so there's that oh, yeah oh so yeah. cute yeah. I'm not I'm not accepting that typical word title mm-hmm. but I'm a diddy that's my diddy that's my name for yeah the generation that. that we're fostering now <laughs> yeah my husband's oldest uh. is 21 and then we also have an 18 year old daughter and a 10-year-old. And then obviously we have our three-year-old. Yes. So like we're in every life stage right now. Yes. But I often think about when I am a... Grandma. You can grandma. say it. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I, th- I need some kind of really good oh, yeah, name. Definitely. My cousin Lauren told me that my name should be Glittergram. Oh. It still has Graham in there. Yeah. Not really into it. Yeah. I thought Sparkles, but Spark- it, that's also kind of a stripper name. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. We'll that's see. Amazing. But Diddy. Diddy is a good I'm, name. I'm Diddy. That's my grandma name, and she's magical. Diddy. Can we call you P. Diddy? C. Diddy. Sure. We got C. Diddy in the house. That's right. Sparkles. I love it. Yes. Sparkles. I mean, hello. Sparkles. You know. Yeah. I love it. Rocking it. Well, cool. Well, thank you for spending some of your precious time with us today. Thank you for And this. telling everyone how amazing you are because you really are amazing. You're and so I kind. appreciate you as a friend and as a vendor that I get to work with often. And I hope we get to do it a million more times. Well, thank you so much for everything you're doing in the wedding industry and just Thanks. providing such killer experiences for couples and guests. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate you. Thank you. Okay, everybody. Ta-ta. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's Pearls of Wisdom podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Miner with Delight Events. As always, you can find us all over the internet by following us on Instagram at Delight Events Mo and on Facebook. And please consider leaving us a review here for the podcast. Subscribe if you're on YouTube or on Spotify. Thank you and we'll see you next time.